welcome to episode 551 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. I am your host, Josh Langford, and uh, just hanging out here. You know, it's a Monday night, got nothing better to do. Thought I'd just kick back and do some podcasting. You know, I'm not, done, I'm not gone yet, right? What? I'm not gone yet. You can say my name you're, too. You're here? I, I'm here. But the internet said you were gone. Until the end of January. And, and guess what? After I leave, PS Nation's not going away. Wait, what? I'm, I know. I thought we made that plainly clear last week and also in my <sighs> article, but some people were confused. Man. I'm sorry that you were one of the people that got confused. Well, it's Monday night and nothing was going on. I thought yeah. I'd just sit down and just dick around in front of the microphone. I didn't realize you were here. I didn't know we were doing this. What's go- <sighs> After almost 11 years, it's become kind of a habit, so... Yeah. I'm sure in February I'll end up doing this at least once. <laughs> Sit down, get prepared, you know, set up the folder, set up the recording software. Where the fuck is Josh? Why the fuck hasn't he shown up yet? Oh. It's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Start tweeting yeah. you, like, uh, you know, be all passive aggressive. Uh, I'm here. What the fuck? Uh, so how you doing? <laughs> eh. Getting, still getting over the cold, so but now the heat's on, so now everything's dry. So you know, you, you take, easy glam fry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got the smugglers <laughs> blues. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, uh, it's going all right. You know, re- recovering from Thanksgiving. Uh, I was at the parents for like five days, so uh, and was I was very busy. So I actually didn't get a lot of gaming done. But um, yeah, me neither. Yeah, but I did some other stuff and. Watched the Packers almost win last night with Brett Hundley. That was crazy. <clears throat> but, yeah. Uh, and then John, our, our, our team member John, sent me a ton of Benny Hill DVDs. Mm. So I started uh, re- like ripping those today so I can get them on my media server. Mm-hmm. And I so wanted to sit here and watch them all. I'm like, oh, let's rip them first. <laughs> then I can watch them on the big screen. So, yeah, that was that he said that, you know, I I believe his father passed away a while back and he was going through everything and he found all this. I'm like, dude, I'll take them. Don't don't sell them. I'll I'll buy them if you want. And he just sent them to me. And it's a humongous box set, which I Mm. could never find that. I I didn't even know there was one out there. Man. So I'm I'm very happy. We cannot look him for the sheep in the rain. (laughs) You know, Benny Hill has always had a very special place in my heart. You know, my stepfather yeah. would let me stay up late and watch it with him on the uh, on the local PBS station out in Milwaukee. Uh, it, and it was on late, so I got to stay up past my, my bedtime of 9 o'clock. And to me, you know, there, there are a few foundations of comedy in, in my mind. And, and, you know, one of those is obviously Monty Python, who that's everybody's foundation pretty much. But another one for me has always been Benny Hill and, and like Ernie Kovacs. Uh, more of the uh, kind Weird, of well, no, kind of the vaudevillian uh, way <laughs> well, of doing yeah. things, and and Benny Hill was always a very uh, a very big impact on, on kind of how I, I act personally, like when I get jokey and stuff, and uh, yeah, so it was it's really cool that this is here. I'm I'm extremely excited to start watching them because I have a couple of DVDs, uh, but this is like the entire box set. It's like one. Three, That's six, crazy. Nine, 12, 15 discs. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, thank you, John. Thank you so much. Uh, this is the best Christmas gift anybody could have given me this year. Yeah. He sent me. Um, Ouch. The, uh, 
what's it called? ISIS. Um, the Secrets of ISIS. <laughs> That's right. Not not like ISIS. Yeah. ISIS like the uh, 1973 ISIS. Yeah, and Shazam a, Power Hour. Yeah, it was it was a it was a uh, like a break off from Shazam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a kid show, and man, I love Joanna Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Joanna Cameron. Joanna is that her name? Wait, pretty sure I'm that's confused. what it is. Um, but yeah, she. I, I was. How old was I? Hang on. Seventy three. Um, what are you like? Three years old. Three years old. Yeah, yeah, that's not right. It couldn't have been seventy three. I thought it was seventy six or seventy. I, I looked I it know. up. Not the Secrets long, of yeah. ISIS, the complete series, seventy five. I was five years old. Joanna Cameron. Yes. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I don't think I saw it first run, but I remember seeing it. Oh, I loved it. She was Saturday. Here's the thing. She was Saturday morning's first live action superheroine, saving lives and stopping crime in a mini skirt and go go boots. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Science teacher Andrea Thomas unearthed a lost treasure on an archaeological dig and found the mystical amulet and endowed her with the powers given over the ancient Egyptian queen Isis. Yeah. It was awesome. You know that now you saying that word so many times in this podcast, we're on a list. Oh, yeah. We are now on a list. Yeah. Way to go. So I, I loved that show as a kid and... Now, I didn't even realize the DVD was out there, but he sent me that, and he sent me First in Ten, which was an HBO show, like one of the early HBO yeah. TV series. It was about a about a football team, and it was HBO. So it was Delta Burke was like the owner. Um, yeah, I can't remember it was a, this one. It was about a football team, and you know they could curse, and they could have nudity, and they could have all the hijinks and wackiness. So it was like a comedy type thing, and I just remember seeing it when I was younger. I forget when that was on. That was early eighties. It was let me say eighty four. Ah, wow. Eighty four. So I was like fourteen. Perfect time for a lot of crazy comedy and nudity on HBO. I think that's when we still had our free <laughs> HBO because. Uh, old people like Josh and I remember this, but when cable first kind of came around to get HBO and everything, you didn't like call the cable company and they just flipped a switch. They had to come over to your house and put the, like this little tube looking thing in your cable and Mm. like a coupler. And that's what unlocked the the frequency for HBO and Showtime. And our neighbor ran the body shop at, at one of the dealerships in town for years. And, uh, cable vision bought all new, Vans and they brought all the old vans in, and one of them had a whole box of those things. <laughs> so he he comes over one day, he goes, "Here you go, here's the HBO on Showtime." We're like, "What?" He goes, "There you go." So we had free HBO on Showtime until they went to the newer boxes, like years later. That's funny. Yeah, it was awesome. It's their fault for leaving they, them in there. Meet the California Bulls. They may not be the number one football team in the league, but nobody does it better when it comes to outrageous exploits and sex, sexy escapades. <laughs> Joint seductive owner Diane Barrow, Delta Burke, as she leads her team through a minefield of hilarious hijinks and off on and off the gridiron. Oh yes, <sighs> and remember whether the quarterback is getting sacked or getting caught in the sack yeah. with a pair of cheerleaders. The object of the game is always the same: to score. Even better about the show, O.J. Simpson was on it. Oh yeah, everybody was on it. They they <laughs> filled it with all kinds of uh, NFL players, basically. Yeah. yeah. Seven, so seven seasons, boy. I remember yeah. the show, but I don't remember watching it for seven seasons. No, I don't think I watched it for seven. I mean, it was eighty four. I was in college by the time it was like into the, the fifth, sixth, seventh season. So yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's crazy though. Wow. I was like, holy shit! First and ten. I hadn't thought of that in forever. Wow. Yeah. I, oof. I'd have to watch it to remember it. I think. Oh, Tiny yeah. Lister was on it. He's awesome. Yeah. Christopher Christopher Maloney was on it. Oh my god. Randall Cunningham was on it. <laughs> well, <laughs> Warren Moon, Herschel Walker, Jim Everett, Bubba Smith, uh, Roger Craig, Joe Namath, Lawrence Taylor, Brian Bosworth, John Matusak, Marcus Allen, Fran Tarkenton. Nice. Oh, that was Christopher Maloney's second thing ever. He was on, he was on an episode of The Equalizer, and then he was on First and Ten. Looks like for, he was on for two seasons. Holy shit. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I, and, and now I'm searching around because uh, uh, Shala, that, that episode that I think it's like three or four episodes with that uh, arc on and the Tom Baker Doctor Who came out digitally. Mm-hmm. And then on yeah. disc, it's not going to be in the U.S. until like January. So I was looking forward to digitally today. And the only place I could find it is iTunes. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not buying it on iTunes because then I'm stuck mm-hmm. with iTunes. And I, no, I'm not doing it. So I looked on like Google Play, I looked on Amazon, I looked on all the other digital ones, and that was the only place I could find it was iTunes. So it looks like I'll be waiting until uh, January to get it on disc, unfortunately. Oh, well. A little bummed. And for those who don't know about that, uh, so, and it actually, they tried to piece it together before, but it was, uh, I think it was a three-episode arc on the Tom Baker um, Doctor Who and they usually did four. Well, no, well they they've did done three, three and four. Yeah. Um, and uh, what had happened was production got halted because of a strike. It was like a, I think it was a, like a gaffer strike or something. It wasn't a writer strike, but it was something else. Uh, but the reason I'm so interested in it is this arc was actually written by Douglas Adams, and it's one of those kind of rare treasures that a lot of people want uh, to see. So they actually pieced it together one time because they had. A lot of it shot, but not, I wouldn't say most of it shot. Um, so they pieced it together, and you can get, actually get it on DVD now, but it's kind of a train wreck. What they did now, though, is the BBC restored what they have, and then they filled in all the blanks with animation. So everything looks like, you know, but it doesn't look any, it doesn't look like realistic or anything, but it looks like the real characters that were in it. And then Tom Baker and a few of the other actors actually recorded some more dialogue for the animation. Mm-hmm. It's badass. That's so badass. It is, but I don't see it on iTunes. Uh, it is up there. I don't know if it's maybe only on the European iTunes. I, I saw a link this morning, and okay. I hit it, and it yeah. only took me to iTunes. But Yeah, it's yeah. not on the U.S. iTunes right now. Very upset. Very upset. So if anyone's got a line on it, I do intend on buying it, but I wouldn't mind uh, procuring it ahead of time. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because so, I do want to see it. I'm pay- I'll am i pay for it, though. I will pay for it when it's available. Oh, you'll pay. <laughs> oh, you'll pay. They're big and powerful friends. Um, no, I, I, but I'm really excited to see it. And, uh, yeah, so if anyone has a line out of our, over in Europe, uh, I think they are releasing the disc over in Europe earlier, and I think Amazon might make it available, but we'll see. I just want to see it now, damn it, because reviews are hitting today, and I'm like, ah. And I didn't read any reviews. I just saw that. I'm like, oh, oh it's available. <clears throat> so, yes, very excited. Yep. But anyway, I guess we should get back to the agenda, huh? Oh, yeah. There's, are we actually doing I mean, It's not that deep tonight. What's but, going on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we're coming off a holiday week, you know. Yeah. Not much going on. 
<coughs> in video yeah. games. No, no people bitching about loot boxes for a change, so <coughs> we'll give it a week. Uh, yeah, so let me do the housekeeping then. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Go away. I come in anyway? No, go away. I come in anyway. A lot of things that we do besides the podcast, we have another podcast called The Side Quest. I don't know if you've heard about that RPG podcast with our, our good friend Andy, and I think his friend Wyatt is still doing it with him. I'm not sure. Uh, his buddy Wyatt did it with him last month. Uh, but we also have a lot of uh, reviews that go up on our website. We've got, you know, every now and then we get a news article going up there. Uh, but check out the website at psnation.com, and you can also find the t- Contact Us section right on the front page there, and that'll give you all kinds of cool stuff like what our PSN IDs are. So if you want to friend us, shoot us a friend request uh, based off that. Just please put a note in there that you're from PS Nation so we know who you are. Uh, you can also find our Twitter accounts. So if you want to follow Josh, you can do so at PJF Josh. You can follow me at Torgo PSN, and you can follow the main account for PS Nation at PS Nation, of course. Of course, up you know for a couple of years at least. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can also find our voicemail information. You can leave us a voicemail on Skype at WDT-Torgo, or there is a phone number there to call as well. Uh, you can find our forums over at that website, psnation.com slash forums, or hit the button to get there. Uh, very easy to sign up for the forums. It's all free. <clears throat> Although I do think we're having a Tap-A-Talk issue, so we'll have to look into that when I get some time. Mm-hmm. I think Tap-A-Talk updated and it didn't update correctly for us. Yeah. But if you have a mobile web browser on like an iPhone, whatever, it works really well. I actually use the mobile browser on my phone. I think it's better than Tap-A-Talk, honestly. Yeah, that's what I... <laughs> I, I tried tap Everybody was like, Tap-A-Talk, tap I was like, all right, I'll, I'll try it out. Just so I know if people are having problems, I'll understand how it works yeah. and everything. And I was like, oh, fuck this thing. <laughs> After like a day well, or two, tap a talk right make, back to the browser. <laughs> yeah, it makes one thing easier, and that is if you want to post a picture. It makes things a lot easier, in my opinion, uh, when you're doing it off the phone. But uh, And the one thing that doesn't work on tap a talk is our shout box. We have a shout box up there. Mm-hmm. So if anybody, want, anybody wants to have a live conversation, doesn't want to use the Discord server or whatever, uh, they can do that on the shout box. Uh, we do have a Discord server up and running. Uh, you can find that in the Gaming Nights section. Over, uh, I think it's in the Destiny thread, and we also have it in the Warhawk thread, the Warhawk Wednesday thread. So join the, the Discord server if you'd like. Because <clears throat> right now it's not like a paid subscription thing or anything. It's open to everybody. Not yet. We're not exclusive. I mean, eventually we might be when I'm gone. Fuck yeah. When everybody decides to bring down the hammer. <laughs> Who knows? Right. No, I won't let it happen. Uh, hey, Glenn's Dave's still here to make you. sure shit doesn't get crazy. Dave's going to overrule you. I don't think he can do that. Because I, I still I still hold the power switch to the web server. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what, where did I go here? Uh, PSNation.shop is still available. I'm just saying. PSNation.shop? <laughs> You know, Twitch actually has this thing where we can put some affiliate links like in like a shop thing on our Twitch channel, so I might look into that to see if well, we, we should. can put some stuff up there with our link and everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it I don't know how it works. I got an email the other day, so I gotta look into it. <clears throat> but we can make things a little bit easier for people. Uh and then, you know, if you like listening to us but you don't want to use your podcast app or whatever, which you perfectly can, uh we're also available on a lot of streaming services like iHeartRadio. Uh, TuneIn Radio, uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher. I think we might be on Spotify. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. I did put the paperwork in, but I don't know if we're on Spotify yet. Which kind of sucks because it doesn't work on the Spotify that's on the consoles. Kind of weird. (laughs) (laughs) 
reported again. Uh, and then last but not least, you know, we we don't have a Patreon. We don't have, as we just mentioned, we don't have a ton of stuff for people to buy or whatnot. I mean, we've got the Zazzle, Zazzle store if you're interested. Uh, we do have some cool stuff over there, but honestly, it's Zazzle. It's a little pricey. Um, but I have bought a bunch of stuff from there myself. Uh, but, you know, we do have a way for you to support us monetarily, and you don't really have to, like, just give us money. If you're already going to go shopping at a bunch of the different uh, online stores that are out there, we probably have an affiliate link for it. So if you go over to psnation.com, on the left side of the front page, you'll see a thing that says Store Affiliate Links. Click that. There's a ton of different links for a ton of different stores, <clears throat> including, like, Amazon for seven different countries, Best Buy, we got Barnes & Noble, we got Walmart, um, uh, GameStop, Microsoft Store. There's like a beer supply store, so if you make your own beer or even if you want like to, to buy a spe- like a nice growler or something, there's one of those. There's a place for like s- swimming gear and all kinds of crazy stuff. So we have a ton of links. And all we ask you to do is if you're going to go to those stores to spend any money, <coughs> click on our link to go to that store. doesn't change anything about the purchase whatsoever. doesn't change the price. It doesn't change the experience. All it does is gives us a referral for sending you over there. So we just get a little piece, little little chunk, just a little slice. We want to wet our beak. That's not the wrong, is it? We just want to wet our beak. Mm. I don't know what that guy sounds like in Godfather 2. That's the best I can do. <clears throat> Especially since I can't breathe right now. So that's all we ask you to do, folks. That pays for our <laughs> web server, which we may have to upgrade soon because we're actually topping it out right now. Um, God damn it. So I've been dealing with that the last couple of weeks. Uh, we actually host our, our podcast files at a different host so that we don't eat up all our bandwidth. Uh, we have tech support that we have to pay for every month. There's other bills that we have to pay for. And that's what that money goes to. It, uh, it, it, it goes right back out into the ether for all of our costs. So, And thank you to everybody that uses those links. They are, it is very, very helpful. Yes, it yes. is. But that's it for me. Josh can uh, now let us know what uh, what kind of new releases we got looking at here. New releases? Indeed. Okie dokie dokie. All right. So, for the PlayStation 4, we have a mini wired gamepad from Hori. It only comes in blue, apparently. <laughs> it's twenty nine ninety nine. I have the Japanese version of this. This is aimed directly at kids. Yeah. Uh, at least in all their marketing. It's 40% smaller than a DualShock 4. Has a 10-foot USB cable that is permanently attached to it. Uh, the thing that... The, the, because it's so much smaller and in such a weird shape and everything, it does not include the light bar. Yeah. The headset jack. Yeah. The speaker. Yeah. Rumble. Yeah. That's the last motion. Or the motion sensor. Right. Uh, so the touchpad is like this little, looks like the select button on the old DualShock. Basically. Yeah, it's really <laughs> it's weird. It's tiny. <laughs> so I got that when that M4 adapter came out a couple of years ago, probably about three, four mm-hmm. years ago. <clears throat> that was promising that you could use uh, like a PS3 steering wheel on a PS4. But you had to have a mm-hmm. wired controller to run it. And at the time, when you plugged in your, your regular DualShock 4, it didn't work like it does now. So I had to find a wired USB controller, and back then, nobody offered them in the U.S. So that is the one that I bought from PlayAsia back then. Hmm. I've never used it since. It's in a box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. I saw that it was aimed at kids, and I'm like, huh. Well, yeah, my kids both use DualShock 4, so (laughs) I don't know. That's because your kids Um, have gigantic hands. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm just, (laughs) let's moving on. All right. Um, (laughs) Keep keep her moving. So next up, we have Steep Winter Games Edition for $59.99. This is from Ubisoft. This includes the original game, Steep, and the Road to the Olympics expansion. <clears throat> yeah. So, I, ha- I have that game. Yep, and it's me too. really cool, but I cannot grasp it. I'm, su- I'm going to go back to it because I know they've been patching it like crazy. But I had such a hard time kind of figuring out what all I was supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. it's free roam and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's yeah. gorgeous. I mean, it, even on even on the standard PS4, it's gorgeous. And that was the thing. I think I played it initially with the kids, and they were like, "Well, where do you go?" I'm like, "Fuck if I know." <laughs> so that big <laughs> yellow circle up there. Well, how do I get there? I guess you walk. I, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but this this Olympics thing looks really cool that they're doing. Yeah. So you compete in the Olympic Winter Games in Pyeongchang, uh, 2018, in South Korea. With 12 different Olympic sports, you can freely explore the massive open world that has iconic Japanese mountains, which doubles the world in size, the Jeez. steep world in size for this DLC. There is also the, it's Ubisoft, so of course there is the Steep Winter Games Gold Edition okay. for seventy nine ninety nine, which is the exact same thing, but it includes the season pass for the 20 bucks right up front. Uh, and then you can also get this standalone. Uh, just if you already have steep, you can buy the steep road to the Olympics DLC for twenty nine ninety nine off the PSN next week. Indeed. So uh, next, then we got all these weird things going on. All right. We have dead rising Four Frank's big package for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Capcom. It includes all the DLC and bonus content from Dead Rising 4, along with the Capcom Heroes mode, where you can unlock classic Capcom characters' outfits uh, with their weapons and signature attacks and all. So it's basically just packaging everything together in one big package of Frank. Uh, then we have the Raiden 5 Director's Cut Standard Edition. Ah, okay. So this came out, uh, the collector's edition came out a, like a month ago, two months ago. Uh, yeah, about a month. And it was twenty nine ninety. Well, this is twenty nine ninety nine. Um, this does not include the soundtrack CD. That's basically it. Yeah, I think the collector's edition was, I want to say 39. Because <coughs> I bought I it, I just think I it was. Yeah, I think it was 39. I don't have it there. Okay. Uh, then we have the Walking Dead collection, the Telltale series. This is one you can buy, I think. Um, oh, because everything's on it. Yes, <laughs> it's forty nine ninety nine. It includes all three seasons of The Walking Dead, as well as the four hundred days and Michonne episodes. Nice. So it's got everything all on one disc. This is how they should be doing it. This is how you put out a disc. <laughs> Of course, now I'm going to find out that The Walking Dead Season 3 never finished, and it's it's missing, like, one episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> then we have the horizons. They always find one way to screw you. There's not there's there's yeah. one right in the middle. It's like episode 3 of the of the first game isn't on there. You have to download it. <laughs> then we have episode uh, episode. Then we have Horizon Zero Dawn complete edition. Nice. This is also 49.99. This is from Sony Interactive and Guerrilla Games, of course. It includes the game and the Frozen Wilds DLC. Worth every effing penny if you don't have that game. It is, and clearly they're not making any more DLC because this is the complete edition. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they'll make any more DLC because I don't think they haven't really talked about anything. Maybe we'll find out at PSX, but they better not, or they're yeah. going to have to bring out the extra, the even more complete, complete edition. edition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you thought that was complete? No, this is complete. The completer edition. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, then we have Tokyo Xanadu e- small e big X plus fifty nine ninety nine. This is from Axis Games and Nihon Falcom. This may sound familiar because it, it it was a Vita action RPG, and I spoke about this a while ago. It was a modern day setting of a fictional suburb of Tokyo called Mori. Morimiya City, based on Tachikawa City, where Nihon Falcom is based. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy action RPG. All right. So now it's finally coming to the PS4. So this is fifty nine ninety nine. There is also a limited edition for one forty nine ninety nine. Wow. Okay. Now I assume the soundtrack's in there. Okay. So let me go through this because this is interesting. Okay. So for your extra ninety bucks, you get. The collector's box, which has the game, a mm-hmm. 60-page uh, art book, CD soundtrack, blade card game deck, and a 9-inch deluxe white shroud figure. Wow. Now, interestingly it, enough... Well, those cards, is that like a card game? Or like a spe- specific card game, like RPG card, like Magic or something? Uh, maybe. Oh, I'm okay. not sure. So, there was a Vita limited edition... That was sixty nine ninety nine, so it was only thirty dollars more than the Vita standard edition. Well, it's the Vita, and it included all the exact same stuff, except in place of the nine inch deluxe white shroud figure, there yeah. was a five inch deluxe uh, Morimaru plush. So for four more inches, it's like what sixty bucks? Yeah, <laughs> those are Amsterdam prices. Isn't that crazy? Zing! I mean, so if you didn't get it. Wait a second. Where did he go? What? Oh. I, uh, there was a miniature person here, and then he disappeared. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, it was a $30 difference between the, the editions on the Vita, and it's now a $90 difference between the, the editions on the PS4. And the only difference is that nine-inch figure versus the five-inch plush figure. Oh, all right. That's oof. That's interesting. I mean, but the PS4 is a bigger market than the Vita. It is. It's a bigger statue, so there's different packaging and everything they have to do. So it's not like they're recycling that. No, but it's still it's a pretty big. But they're recycling price everything difference. else. Well, yeah, it's, it's a pretty big price difference. I agree. Yeah, all those all those Vita collectors editions that didn't sell, they're like, Shh, nah, <laughs> make new boxes, nah, make new boxes, right. <laughs> uh, three keep print them all. some new statues. 
Yeah. Huh. All yeah. right. So that's it. That is okay. all that's coming out. Well, on to the news. Uh, we've got two items this week. Uh, the first one I am in, insanely excited for. Uh, so new material coming to Gran Turismo Sport starting today, actually. Uh, patch 1.06 came out earlier today, added three new cars, all free. Uh, and also the livery editor is working. You can now import um, uh, decals, which I'm going to have to get Chaz on that uh, to create the file for us. So we can get a PS Nation decal on there. Uh, more scapes locations, which is pretty cool. I actually took some shots tonight in, in, on like this windy road uh, with a bunch of you know autumn leaves in um, Vermont. So some really cool shots they added there. All of this free. Uh, and also they're making it so now campaign modes do not require the game to be online anymore. So it'll require internet access for you to save your progress at some point, but you can do everything else offline. So that's good news because I know some people were freaked out about that. I never had a problem with it. you should still be able to save offline. You can. There is a save file, but they're kind of doing what Destiny does, and that is they're putting everything online, which I'll be honest, I like it this way. Because yeah, I travel around so until, much. Until the PSN goes down. I get it. But at that time, <laughs> I mean, whatever. But right now I'm all right with it because like when I went to my parents, you know, I didn't have to download the, the new file or whatever else. Everything was right there when I booted the game up. So I was, I was happy with it. Yeah, but look at it this way. Remember the past couple of years where like oh, right around the holidays, the I know. Xbox Tr- went down, PSM went down for like three weeks, yeah, two I co- weeks. I couldn't play Call of Duty at all over Thanksgiving because the servers exactly. were just unavailable completely. But that's yeah. the thing. You can play all these modes now with the servers down and you can still save it. It'll save it locally. Um, but if you want to save it on the platform, you have to have an internet connection, obviously. But I think yeah. this also helps for people that want to buy the game that don't have internet. Although they're not going to well, get the stupid, yeah. they're not going to get the patch then. Um, so yeah, kind of a catch twenty two there. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. So that's the patch we got today, uh, which is awesome. I, I've been, I was playing it earlier today, and it, it popped up and said "new here, new here, little red dot." So I saw the three new cars. Um, one of them I really want, but I don't have the cash yet, so I may have to run a. I may have to run one of the races tonight and see if that still works. <laughs> we'll see if that still works. Um, but then, the bigger news, coming in December, Gran Turismo League is coming, GT League. So it's based on the old GT mode that everybody wanted. So here we're getting it, folks. Uh, beginner League, Amateur League, Professional League, Endurance League. So it's not the licenses anymore. Uh, they actually just call them leagues, which is really badass. But it's it's basically the same thing as the license uh, challenges. So you've got, like, they show a screenshot of the Beginner League. And in there, uh, there's the Sunday Cup, which is four races, the four-wheel drive challenge, which is four races, the Clubman Cup, which is four races, and so on and so forth. Uh, the same stuff that we saw way back then, and I'm really happy about that. Uh, that's a staple of the series, and I was really bummed that it was gone. And I know everybody else was bummed that it was gone, so this is, uh, this is something that we all wanted to see. Again, it's free. <clears throat> They're also going to be adding 12 more cars as a free update in December. Uh, those include the Mazda RX-7 Spirit R Type A, which is front-wheel drive, uh, the Nissan Skyline GTR V Spec 2, which is, I can't believe they didn't have any Skylines in the game when it came out, because that's essentially why he started making the games, because he had a Skyline and he loved it. Uh, the Nissan Skyline GTR V Spec 2 Newer, I don't know what that means. Uh, the Ford F-150 Raptor, really? They're going to add fucking pickup trucks already? Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, the Lamborghini Countach LP400. That's cool. That's the Lamborghini from when I was a kid. The Ferrari F40, which is a huge addition. Uh, the Ferrari Enzo Ferrari. The K, uh, KTM Expo or Crossbow. And Enzo. Yeah, and Enzo. <laughs> uh, Suzuki Swift Sport. I don't know why they're adding that one either. Uh, the Volkswagen Samba Bus Type 2. There we go, folks. The Hippie Bus. Uh, the Chris Holstrom Concepts 1967 Chevy Nova. I think that's from, you know, every year they do the GT Awards. And they always let these people submit their custom car for like uh, to win a prize, and whichever one is wins the competition actually gets added to the game. And I think that might be the one that got that won it last year. Uh, and then the Chevy Corvette Stingray convertible, which is uh, they say C three. So from now until March of 2018, a total of approximately 50 cars are already planned for being added to the game, and the updates will continue by March, they say. You can, of course, look forward to that, blah, blah, blah. So really cool. Uh, Very, very happy that they're adding stuff this soon, because I I was actually saying that last week to somebody, like, I really hope they start adding some stuff to GT Sport, just because I'd like to see more cars. You know, you're you're coming from past games where we had over 700, even 1,000 vehicles when the game came out, and... This had 163 when it hit. So hmm. they get you used to it. I mean, yeah. obviously, I don't own every car in the game yet. I think I have, I think I'm at about 40-something right now. Uh, because if you get in every day and, and do your 26 miles, however you race, online, arcade mode, practice, anything except for VR mode, um, you, you get 26 Of course. Miles. Why would you? Yeah, I, I don't understand that at all. Like, you, don't, <laughs> like you don't earn mode. any XP or anything in VR mode. It makes no sense. That's absurd. I, I agree. I totally agree. Um, but you do the 26 miles a day and you get a free car and it could be a vision GT car. That's a million or 2 million credits. It could be a little piece of crap Peugeot or whatever. I always rip on Peugeot. I don't know why. Um, but I love it because it's a way that you can earn these cars without having to spend all your credits and you can use the credits for other stuff. Uh, I really do hope that very soon we see some new tracks. I would like to see some more real locations. Uh, because the amount of real locations right now in the game is is slim at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a handful. So I would like to see some of those old tracks that we had in the previous games that are real locations added to the, back to the game. And you know they're coming. I mean, they've got the scans for them and everything. It would just be really nice to see that. Uh, and I hope it's not very much rally racing, or they need to they need to fix the rally stuff before they add any more tracks for rally. Uh, they also changed the physics... <coughs> in one area of the cars. They haven't said which yet, but they said they adjusted the physics and they said that uh, where you're going to see the effect the most is in, you know, kind of standard cars, not race cars, but like if you have a Ford Mustang GT, you know, uh, uh, like an N300, something like that, uh, a standard consumer car, that's where the effect hits the most. So, uh, and then I think they said... A car drives better if you are running three or more for traction control. And, I mean, there's a ton of fixes. And the cool thing is <laughs> you go into the game and you can go right down to the information on the, on the main page and it'll pop up the bug fix, or like the bug fix list right there. Uh, it just pulls up a web page and it shows you. So you try to go to update history on, on the game itself and it says, oh, minor bug fixes every time. But if you go into the game, it's right there. You don't have to hunt for it. You don't have to dig for it. It's right front and center. And I love it. So, yeah, I'm, I'll talk about it more, but man, I, I am playing this game like crazy. So it is very, very cool for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. On to the next All thing. right. The next thing, PlayStation Experience is two weeks away. Holy shit. 
Yeah. It will be in Anaheim, California on December 9th and 10th. Uh, the show hours are from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, and don't forget the Capcom Cup is happening at the same time. So yep. a lot of times, if you want to, you can do It's really cool in Anaheim because it's right next to the show floor. So you can, it's just boom right there. Unlike when you and I went to Vegas and when you and I went to San Francisco where it was on a different floor and everything or whatever. Uh, this is right next to it, so it's very, very easy to get to. There are more than 80 exhibitors that have been confirmed for the show floor, and there are more than 100 playable titles. Yeah. Did you see that floor. Sunsoft is one of them? I didn't know Sunsoft even existed anymore besides some other company owning them. Huh. Yeah. But Sunsoft is on the list of, of exhibitors. Are. Yeah. That's crazy. Interesting. I used to love the Sunsoft games. Back in the like, Genesis SNES days, they made some awesome yeah. stuff. Firepower 3000? It's amazing. Oh, I wonder if that's what it is. Oh, no, that was something different. I'm thinking of a different game. But hmm. Firepower 3000 on the SNES was an awesome game. And the original Firepower, I don't remember what it was all called. Um, I think it was on the Genesis was really good, too. Yeah. Well, Sunsoft, it... Sega Retro. Hmm. Sure, they're doing mobile games. <coughs> they like they they have a mobile game out now. Okay. Called Shanghai. I mean, they did. Oh, I, this might be the new Blaster Master that's on the Switch. Could be. Although I didn't think they were involved with that, but they were the ones that made the original Blaster Master games. Yeah, they're not involved with the one on the Switch. Hmm. I wonder what it is. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. That one just th- that popped up, and I, I, I just kind of caught it off the, out of the corner of my eyes. I'm like, wait, what, what the fuck? Sunsoft? Yeah. Rebellion's going to be there. That's cool. That is crazy. Oh, that little upstart Naughty Dog is making an appearance. Hmm. <laughs> what, what would they be doing there? I don't know. Who would want to see anything from them? <laughs> Maybe it's a new Crash Bandicoot. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. There are... <laughs> Electronic Arts I... is going to be there. They're going to have loot crates everywhere for you to trip over. Oh. You have to pay $10 or you have to run into it with your knees. There are a handful of PlayStation VR titles also listed. <clears throat> so, And I'm sure there will be more announced as, as things go on. And there will be surprises, as always. Yeah, that Bow to Blood game is going to be there. That actually looked pretty cool at E3. Yeah, should be good. Bravo Team, Gollum, Gungrave. Wow. I think these are all playable, too. Moss. Jeez. Yeah, yeah so I think we're going to be at um, PSX. We're trying to figure out our travel right now, but we were invited to, to PSX, so we're just trying to figure all that out right now. Um if I go, I'm not going to be available too much because I have no PTO left for the year. Um, <laughs> so I have to go out like Friday and come back Sunday night late. Um, but yeah, I, I think, Josh, I believe you're planning on going too. If we get all our travel figured yeah, out, yeah. yeah, I can probably go. And I believe that Andy and MJC are both planning on going as well. So if we get all this pulled together, uh, we'll obviously record some podcasts out there, release those for the week. Um, I know people always want to meet up and stuff. I, I don't want to promise anything this year just because my time's going to be tight personally. 
Um, you know, if, if Josh and those guys want to do something more power to them. Um, I mean, personally, I'm looking forward to it because I don't really think I have to do very many appointments or anything. I'll just be able to walk around and talk to everybody. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. No pressure on Glenn. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. <clears throat> Although I, just, I just do still have two months of stuff to talk about on the podcast, so I, I guess I do have to do some work. <coughs> yeah. Damn it. Work. Why couldn't this thing be at the end of January? Come on, Sony. <laughs> Can't do one nice thing for me? Jeez. <laughs> uh, Kidding. Uh, here we go. All right. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> what? Jesus. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's that. Well, do we even want to take a break this week? I mean, we're only 40 minutes in. Nah, let's not take a break. Nah, fuck that. Boy, Aren't this gonna... could be really short. <laughs> well, yeah, again, we're coming off a holiday week and... Uh, yeah. I just, I really, I, I only played one game at my parents' place. I was really busy the whole time, and I was hanging out with friends, and I just uh, didn't really have time to play much. Yep. So I played a lot today, though, <coughs> after work. But uh, we'll do that later. How about we you just want to do around PS Nation and stuff before we get to playing and watching? We'll end on a high note. Okay. And we'll give Josh a moment. Yes. <laughs> Since we're changing Let's- shit up. Let's do that. <laughs> but if we don't take a break, I can't get another beer. Mine's empty. Okay. So, round PS Nation. Uh, let's see. What was last week? Last week was the 21st. And then, ooh, a bunch of stuff went up. Okay. So, uh, there was some posts... Uh, about Glenn hanging up his cleats or something like that. What? Something along those lines. Are you going to spread rumors again? Yeah. Uh, so there's a big heartfelt post up there uh, from Glenn. Uh, the, that Glenn guy. Uh, if you want to read that. <laughs> That's right on the front page. I highly suggest you just for the pictures because I, I went digging deep for those pictures. I spent a lot <laughs> of time looking for those pictures. A lot of memories. Yeah. All right, and then for reviews, uh, Chaz got Bubsy, The Woolly Strike Back. <sighs> that one went up. Uh, Max, The Curse of Brotherhood, which was an Xbox game that has finally come to the PS4. Uh, Hidden Agenda, which is one of the PlayLink games. Which is $15 right now, physical and digital, for uh, all the Black Mon- or Black Friday, you know, Cyber Monday, Purple Tuesday sales. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting it, because it looks really cool. And, yeah, I, I realized when I, when I went to put it up, I was like, ooh, I have to make a new, like, thing on the banner. Oh, for PlayLink? For PlayLink, yeah. <laughs> because I think it's important that people know, like, right off the bat that, oh, this is one of those PlayLink titles. It'll be around for, like, six months or so, and then it'll be gone, just it'll, like all these other it'll things. It'll be shoved but, in the corner with Wonderbook and... Yeah, uh, and the, and the but I figured, it. in the meantime, I figured it should be at least prominent up there so people know, oh, this is one of those titles where I have to have a tablet or a phone to play the game. Right, right. Um... <laughs> And that's all part of our extras thing on the side where it talks about, you know, what your control options are. Uh, It'll say, and this one specifically is mobile or tablet required. Uh, I think there's only one where it's optional, and I think it's SingStar. I'm almost positive it's SingStar. All the other ones require it no matter what. 
So, uh, this one actually, this is from Supermassive Games, who did Until Dawn. Indeed. So, they, of the branching stories, um, and um, Larry Fessenden uh, makes an appearance in this as well. So, yeah, it's, it's a keeper. (laughs) Uh, then fishing master fishing master was all Chaz all the time uh, for this past week and then Ray's review of the Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim VR yeah I'm I'm gonna be playing that this week yeah I might be too Ah. maybe we'll see uh, but that's that's pretty much it. All right, that and the forums and everything else that goes on. So. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of the forums, uh, we've got the thread over there for Warhawk Wednesday. We'll obviously be playing that again this week. Uh, I did not play last week. I actually wasn't even. I was on the road when it was happening. If anybody played, uh, but I am planning on getting on this week. I will have. Uh, the stream all set up. I will have Discord set up, so if anybody wants to get on Discord and speak or you know chat, whatever. Uh, but get on and play with us, folks. It's really cheap. If you have a PS3 still, if you don't have the game, the entire bundle is ten dollars. If you don't have the game and you don't have a PS3, uh, PlayStation Now is pretty cheap. It works really well, and the game is in the list, so you can play with us that way. Uh, it works great. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if you've never played Warhawk before, do not be scared. It is very a friendly game. You don't have to like, you know, uh, you don't have to gain XP to gain new weapons or anything else. Everything is available to everybody, mm-hmm. so the game can be played anyway. Don't worry if you don't like flying. I don't fly ever. You don't need to fly in the game at all. Uh, maybe every now and then if you want to like, you know, make it across the map really quick. But that's the only time I ever fly. Because I know better. I'll get my ass kicked. But please play with us. Please uh, enjoy the game with us. And, um, yeah. So all the details are up on... uh, Go to psnation.com slash forums. Go to the gaming night section. There's a whole Warhawk Wednesday uh, thread right there. And uh, all the details are in the first post. The flying thing reminds me that that's, that's the one thing I always wanted in the game that never came to the game was the ability to eject from your from your warhawk and pull a parachute. Yeah, although you can kind of do something like that with the jetpacks and the DLC, but it was I don't yeah. think you could eject you had to land still, but uh I saw some people pulling off some pretty crazy shit with the jetpack. Yeah. The jetpack was fun. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we had it active the <laughs> last time we played and boy, that was that was weird. Like, oh, I haven't played with a jetpack for a while. Yeah. It's awesome though. Yep. So, all right. Well, uh, playing and watching, why don't we end with a bang? Even though we have an email to talk about tonight. Wow. Yeah. So, why don't you get us started? And, folks, this is going to be short. I I almost, I can almost assume. Both of us. Both of us. Yeah. Well, I played Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. All right. Um, Not quite enough that I want to review it. I'll probably get the written review up this week, but then do like the podcast review next week. Okay. Um, still very impressed with it. There's, there's little tiny, tiny things like there are, if you hang around in an area for a while, or if you're slow in an area, 
there's a lot of repetition in the dialogue <clears throat> from enemies and stuff that are standing there waiting for you to come get them. Sure. Um, but the dialogue that's there, man, they have, they pull some really deep, deep cuts and, and obscure references and things. And it's just freaking hilarious. Nice. Some of the things I was just laughing my ass off. Um, the music continues to impress me. Everything about it. It's really fun so far. Um, just because it's <clears throat> broken down into all the time periods and they're all at one point, all the barriers come down. You can just walk from one to the other. So, uh, you're in like modern Manhattan and you walk through or jump in the river and go across and suddenly you're in noir and it's fucking awesome because everything goes desaturated and it looks old timey and it's, it's fucking awesome. Nice. It's just all the little things they do in the game are, are just the attention to detail is just great. Nice. Uh, so that and a little bit of Minecraft, that's pretty much it. Oh, and, um, I decided to switch things up a bit, um, you know, switch hitting and, um, I can't think of another switch pun. You bought a, would you buy a switch? Yes, there is a switch. In so the you can't there. give any shit for it anymore. <laughs> wow. Look at that. I can still give you shit because you oh, bought it back when it launched oh, when there was you, nothing oh, available. You Switch. Two weeks ago, you were giving me shit about it still. And look who bought one. I was giving you shit because you bought it when there were no games and you knew there were no games that you wanted and you still bought it. <laughs> but there was a game for it when I, when I got it. Mario Kart. Yeah. I was fine with that. Which you already have. Not really. Well, yeah, but I don't want to play it on the <laughs> Wii U because I hate the Wii U. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Yeah. So, uh, messing around with my neighbors, I was like, oh, this thing's pretty cool. <laughs> I, honestly, there, it's it's funny. And there are a lot of games out for it, it now. It really feels like a lot of the me- of gaming media is really licking the Switch's asshole, though. And I honestly, I don't get it as much as some of the other people, I guess. And I don't take it on the road with me all the time. I'm not taking it to PSX with me. I, you know, I just, I don't take it on the road and I don't play it that often. Which is weird, because uh, I have you know Super Mario Odyssey and I have Zelda. Oh no, Zelda was the game because I I did want Zelda. Um, Which but, again, uh, Wii U. But go ahead. Well, <laughs> but we didn't know if we'd be able to get it that day, and because yeah. I had a pre order, but there were a lot of weird things happening with it. But whatever. But I don't. I mean, I like the Switch. I think I think that there's too much missing from the Switch. You know, the fact that you have to have an app to do any type of voice chat at all, and it really is very ex- like exclusive it doesn't work with every game and um the the friend system is fucking horrible like it is just absolutely you can't like search for a friend you have to either pull in your friends from the wii u that have already registered correctly or you have to tweet your 20 code friend code out on the internet just it's all the same bullshit that's one of the things (sighs) i'm confused with and i don't know if i don't know what it is but like I saw when I was when I was on my neighbors, like things popped up because I put my account on there because you can put other accounts on there. Right. And I was like, oh, I have an account, so let me just put it on there and, and you know, 
get my own stuff for it. Um, but I guess people saw my name or knew or whatever because I got friend requests and I was like, oh, well. No, they, they sent them through the Wii U. Well, that was the thing. I went on the Wii U to to friend them there and I cannot find yeah. any evidence that anybody friended me anywhere no, what, from the Wii U. What you have to do is you have to – I don't remember the whole process anymore. It's but you basically ridiculous. have to link your Wii U and your Switch accounts because – I thought I did. Well, no. I'm Maybe just saying I didn't. If, if anybody gets them, you have to do that. But because also that allows you to pull in any credit you had on the store on the Wii U to mm-hmm. use it on the Switch store. Oh, I did that. Yeah. Right. I definitely but there, did there's that. all these things you have to link – and some way, somehow, you can, like, if you were friends on the Wii U, you can kind of find each other on the Switch if everything is linked correctly and all that. Because I, I got a few like that. Like, Trickman Terry friended me that way. Like, oh, your Wii U friend tried to, Wii, you know, Wii friend you. It's, it's weird. Because, yeah, I got, I got my whole dollar twelve credit that was sitting on the Wii U. Ooh, <laughs> I was like, woohoo! <laughs> um, but, yeah, I went on to the Wii U because I was like, well, I don't have... This was, you know, weeks ago. And I was like, uh, I see nobody. I, I think I it's hilarious no that you're putting... requests. I see nothing. Right, but you're putting any thought process toward this whatsoever for somebody that never plays online. That's, that's the funniest part of this whole thing. And quite frankly, you're on a system that it's kind of tough to play online with your friends anyway. Exactly. Uh, just I trying mean, to I'm find each other. About it, but... Like we have to set up a discord channel just to get online. And, and like, like for, I was talking about that with Mario Kart, where we had to get discord going so we could all get on discord and talk and say, okay, I'm going to start the room now because you only have 60 seconds to find the room before it automatically starts. Oh, yeah, and I don't know if that's still the case. It might have been patched by now, but I doubt it. But like the the voice chat system, as far as I know, the one that's on the phone and the tablet and all that does not work with Mario Kart. It only works with Splatoon, I believe, and maybe a couple of the games now. But yeah, okay. It's, so it's a fucking joke. <coughs> but so, they, but they released a Hulu client now. So I saw that. Ooh. the The funny thing is, now you only use it on the TV. Yeah, I forget that it works on the TV because I almost exclusively use it as a portable Oh yeah, <laughs> in the house, essentially, yeah. because it's just so easy to sit in bed and mess with it, you know? Yeah. I mean, every um, now and then I'll bring it into my office with the pro controller, but I never use it as like a Vita. Yeah. Those little sticks just really suck with my left hand. That's pretty much all I use it for yeah. um, is portable. So <laughs> with that, I, with that it's terrible kickstand. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't use a kickstand at all. Kickstand is so bad. No, the whole thing is always in my hands, like a giant Vita, essentially. But it's just—it's really cool that you've got like these full-size games, these full-ass games. Like you could have Skyrim on there, right? But fucking portable like that. It's crazy. We had full-size games on the Vita too. Yeah, I know, but you didn't have Skyrim. I I (laughs) want Skyrim. Yeah, I get it. People no, do. I, I get it. You can get LA <laughs> Noir, Skyrim, Doom, and LA Noir, and yeah, sure. it's uh, it's you get the full games sure. now, and you've got the portable experience, which is pretty freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. So now here's the cool thing because, uh, like, I got the little. This is hilarious. Little, I know. Oh, here's the cool thing about the Switch. Wait, were you just giving me shit about that? No, it, yeah, I was giving you shit because you bought it when uh, it came uh, out. And there was nothing uh, for it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I got a little case for it, a little carrying case, basically. Yeah. Uh, and it came with, you know, I was like, oh, look, it comes with like a little cartridge holder. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but the thing is just absolute shit because 
it has space for four, what? but they just kind of lay in there. Yeah. And you open the thing up and they just fall out. Nice. <laughs> they literally just fall out. And I'm like, well, this is just ass. So I was looking online. I'm trying to find something like my Vita cases, my Hori Vita cases, which are super, super slim. Yeah. And they hold 12 each and, and they're pretty fucking awesome. And I couldn't find anything that was comparable to that in size. <clears throat> and then I saw there is a Hori one that's there now. That holds, I think, 12 or 24 or something like that. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, but that's much bigger and it's too big. And fuck, what am I going to do? And as I'm looking at it on Amazon and looking at the picture of it up close, I'm like, wait a minute. Because it says, like, for a bunch of these Switch cartridge cases, it says, oh, it fits Vita uh, games too. It just lightning bolt hit me and I was like, wait a minute. I've got these old Hori cases. Maybe the maybe the uh Switch games will fit in that. <laughs> and and I went to put it in like the newer one, but the newer one is so much smaller and all the tops are curved uh-huh. to fit the Vita card perfectly, so it doesn't fit in there and I'm like shit. And I'm like, oh, the older ones. And I pulled out the older ones and they fit. They fucking fit. Nice. So I have a couple of these cases, like a couple of them had PlayStation Vita on them and a couple didn't. And I was always so annoyed that they didn't have the branding on them. Uh. And now I'm like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> I, can put, I can put Switch carts in there and it's got no branding on it. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Jeez. Have you tasted so one of the carts buy yet? anything. Uh, no. Why not? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, my kids will probably eat them, but you know, good luck with that. <laughs> um, no. So I don't know. I just, I, I like the idea of being able to take a full game somewhere, you know, like a big, full, big, sure. big game, like a Skyrim or a, or a LA noir or something like that. So, so. W- what game did you get for it? Um, I mean, there was a couple because, because there's nothing else to do with it right now besides watch Hulu. No, there were a couple because it was Black Friday. Sure. Um, oh, <laughs> I got Lego Worlds because it was like ten bucks. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and it came with all the DLC, which is pretty cool. Uh, I did get Mario Kart Eight and Super Mario Odyssey. Uh-huh. Um, I bought but haven't gotten yet the uh that legend of zelda like the the new pack that's got the book and everything in it because that was on sale real cheap somewhere okay on like saturday i think saturday or sunday whenever it was uh (laughs) my favorite thing about the switch is that it's become the portable neo geo that the neo geo x could have been but never was (laughs) yeah because that thing sucked oh and doom because Doom yeah. Portable. But, yeah, it, it's weird. I almost got Doom for it, at, you know, just because Doom Portable. But I'll be, I, I really like the game on PS4, but I actually got bored with it. I don't know what it was because I'm a Doom fanatic and I'm a Quake fanatic, mm. but I kind of got bored with it. And part of the reason is, is that they try to force you into using your uh, melee kill. That's how you get health back. Yeah. And yeah. I really hate that mechanic. And, and it's very tough to find health 
scattered anywhere else in that game besides doing the melee kills. And that's not how I play those games. And it really pisses me off that they... I mean, you watch any type of documentary or video on the making of that game, and it's all they talk about. And I fucking hate it. So, id Software, if you're listening, I know they're not, but sorry, but that really pisses me off, and I stopped playing the game because of it. Yeah, that is a little crappy. Oh, and... (laughs) It's fucked up. So, Batman Telltale series. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, I forget how much it was from Amazon. It was really cheap. Yeah, I'm afraid to play so, it on the Switch, though, because of all the performance problems we had on the PS3 with those games. Well, I picked it up. So, that showed up today. Uh-huh. And I open it up, and I'm like, what the fuck? I, like, I, I look at the, the packaging. The packaging. The packaging was fine. But, like, when I open it up and I go inside... The the case for the game... <laughs> it's huge and the game is so tiny. No, the case for the game looks completely mangled. Oh, okay. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And it's got, it's got uh, like white or clear packing tape wrapped around part of it where the, it, it, it got just severely damaged at some point. It has no cellophane on it. Wow. And uh, and I open it up, and I'm like, "Well, the game is there, and the game looks absolutely perfect, but this case is open, and it's badly mangled, and fuck this." <laughs> so oh, I yeah, called I up bitch. Amazon, and I'm like, "Well, you know, this is what happened," and and the girl's like, "Okay, well, um, all right, let me check. Well, we don't have any in stock right now, so I'm gonna have to give you credit." I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa wait, you're gonna give me credit." And when it comes back in stock, it's going to be full price again. And you're giving me credit for the for the cheap ass price that I got it for. That's not going to work. Right. She's like, oh, she's like, you know what? I'll just give you a gift card on your account for the difference. And Jeez. and there, you know, so when it comes back in stock, you can just buy it again. If you don't want to, the credit's there and you can just use it for whatever. I was like, all right, then. <laughs> so I'm actually going to hold on to it because I do want this because i want batman portable i th- that's what i liked about the vita is that it had the telltale games a while ago it doesn't have the newer ones right right but it had the first couple uh walking deads and it had wolf among us that you could play on the vita and i loved having them portable like that so i like the idea of batman portable and i just can't wait for you to start buying physical dlc aka amiibos i have a couple do you oh well, for the wii u yeah the couple, yeah. <clears throat> Time to so, get more. Nah. I do well, highly recommend the uh, Pro Controller, though. Even if you only use it portable. Yeah. Uh, the Pro Controller makes a few games much. Actually, Doom, a lot of people are saying don't play it. Even in portable mode, don't use the, the, the Joy-Cons. Use the, profe- the Pro Controller because yeah. those little sticks are really tough to, to use for Doom. It's a bit of a pain in the ass. I was playing it in bed, and it's a bit of a pain in the ass using that. Um, but, yeah, when I when I sit down in front of the TV, I would rather have the Pro Controller. So Yeah. It's expensive, but it actually is a really good controller. It's, yeah. it's one of my favorites, but, yeah, it's expensive. 70 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's here. It's exciting. Now I have. What color Joy-Cons did you get? Oh, I just got the regular black. I looked at that. I was like, I don't want that. That just looks goofy. I just wanted <laughs> the regular regular old black. Should have gotten the neon ones. No. Then you could have been a cool kid. 
No, I really did not want those. <laughs> I just, they looked so ugly. Uh, A lot yeah. of my friends love having them. They Facebook them and everything. Look what I got. Uh, that's lovely. <laughs> not for me. So the the little when you take those Joy Cons off the little this is like the kludgy bullshit oh, thing yeah do, do you have to put those things on is that all no. part of it no okay. but it, it makes the uh, it makes it easier to get to the little shoulder buttons okay but the problem is those things are really weird and sometimes they don't want to come off mm. uh, we've had nothing but problems with those and also gives you the wrist strap so that you don't lose them if you're yeah flinging them around but. No, you don't have to use them, but uh, okay. I think the shoulder buttons are a little bit easier to get to with those on. It's just, I mean, I, I fully understand the mechanics, like the, the engineering issue of it and why they have it the way it is. But yeah. it's just like a fucked up thing. Like I have to carry those things around somehow. And when I pop this off, which I almost never, I popped them off a couple times just to see how it works. And I tried it sitting in front of the TV with them, and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I need a real controller. Yeah. Um, I, never, I, really I never use Joy-Cons. Sense. Yeah, I yeah. never use it. With my hands, no way. I can't use them. Yeah, So, but that's the thing. Like, those, those extra pieces, I'm like, well, this is kind of crappy that you kind of have to carry these around with you. Because yeah. the one time, when I went to Seattle, the one time I took my Switch with me, uh, I actually took the pro controller and used the damn kickstand and the damn, Oh God, I hate that kickstand. I might order nyko has got like a metal one, I think. And I mm-hmm. might order that from Nyko because the, that little plastic crappy little kickstand on there is just astastic. It, it bends real easy. It feels like you're going to break it when you, when you pop it out. Like it, it just feels never, like it's going to break. Yeah. I just, I don't even use that. I don't even open that thing. I don't stand this thing up anywhere. Ever. Well, yeah. Well, you have to once if you if you bought a memory card because that it goes. Well, behind yeah, that, but yeah, yeah. I, I that that kickstand is the worst. They should have put it in the middle too because it always feels like the thing is just going to topple over. And then I tried to use it on the plane on the little tray, and it just kept sliding everywhere. I'm like, all right, fuck this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that kickstand's terrible. Yeah. F you, Nintendo. <laughs> Give me a virtual console, damn it. Then I'll start using that system more. Well, yeah, see, that's the other thing. I wish... Nothing's well, ready. It's Nintendo. No, it's Nintendo, and I know they're not going to do anything, but even though it's even though it's been purchased on the Wii, and it's been purchased on the Wii U, but we complain about this with Sony, too. You know, how many times am I going to buy this damn PS1 game again? <laughs> how many times are they going to bring it out again? <laughs> but trust me, in, in those cases, most of the, I would say almost every time Nintendo has been worse about it. Um, they say that they're the reason you linked your accounts is so that they can bring some of the virtual console stuff to you and the switch that you already own. I don't, I don't believe it. Yeah. I won't yeah. believe it until I see it. And I actually do it on my switch. Yeah. Um, but it, it is frustrating to me that there's still a lot of things that aren't there yet. And the fact that at the end of this year, they're going to start charging for online play. Yeah. That's, I'm not going to be doing that. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Oh, that was the other thing I immediately bought. Like the first thing I bought on there was uh, Mario Brothers, the old arcade game. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because Arcade Archives, Mario Brothers. I was like, no shit. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I used to love that I game. Used to, I played the crap out of that in the arcades, and I had it on the 5200 and loved it. Man, that was such such a good game. It It doesn't quite feel right. 
on the Switch, and I don't know if it's just a bad port or it's just that I played the 5200 version so much that I forget the the exact mechanics of the arcade game. Because <laughs> um, I know the 5200 was not... It was not the same. Um, it was as good as they could make it, but yeah. the feel of it was not the same. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's been so long since I played the arcade that I don't know, but it just feels slightly off to me, and I don't know what it is. Um, but I'm happy to have it. I'm really excited. So cool. Whereas yeah. I haven't oh. touched mine in three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and um. We watched Cars 3. How is it? I've heard it is better than 2, because 2... It's great. I, could, I couldn't it's, even make it through 2. It's fantastic, actually. I, I really, really loved it. Like, Mason and I saw it in the theaters uh, when it was out, because my wife had to do something. She had to go to some training thing at a hospital in North Jersey. She yeah. works at Mount Sinai which is like on the east side up by Harlem in Manhattan. Right. It's like up out in the, it's fucking forever away from here. But they were doing some training thing on like a Tuesday night or whatever it was somewhere up in North Jersey. And I was like, well, we'll drive you up there. Sure. But what are we going to do for like the two hours that you're in there? And then I started looking for movie theaters nearby. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Oh shit, look at this. Like cars three is starting about 20 minutes after we drop her off. It's an hour and a half movie. We should be able to watch it and come back and be back when she's done. And it worked perfectly. <laughs> nice. Nice. So we had seen it before. And when we watched it, at home, Mason was like, I think we were partway through it. Oh, no, we were downstairs because Lou's parents were upstairs. And Mason's like, I want to watch it in 3D. I'm like, yeah, only upstairs on the upstairs TV. And we can't because the grandparents are up there. Um, I said, we have it in 3D, but we can't, which I had to get through eBay from India. Yeah. Um, because I- that's where all these all these region-free 3D movies are coming from now. They're all being released in India. Yep. And you have to get them off eBay or wherever to get them. Because I, I just bought another Pixar 3D movie this over the weekend. I don't remember which one it is, though. Finding yeah. Nemo, maybe? <clears throat> which is the only... I think one of the only Pixar movies I've never finished because I watched half of it with somebody and then they had to watch Oprah. Or his wife had to watch Oprah. Yeah. So I never make it, made it through. I haven't seen that one, and I haven't seen Cars 3, and I haven't seen the Dory movie, whatever, the second Oh, uh, Finding, Finding Dory was freaking fantastic. Yeah, I think those are the only ones really I've seen um, Nemo, Dory, and, and Cars 3. Yeah, Dory was... I think Dory was actually better than uh, Finding Nemo was. And Cars 3 was just... It was great. It was much better than I expected it to be. And the funny thing is like when we were in the theaters, there were scenes where we're sitting there and I'm just blown away by how real it looked just from the lighting and the rendering and everything. It was amazing. And I had forgotten about it and we're sitting watching it and halfway through Zoe just crashed, fell sound asleep. (laughs) Um, And at one point Lou was like, holy shit, that looks real. <laughs> I was like, yeah, 
It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and then like the next scene comes up and it looks even more real. It, it, it's stunning how good they are at their rendering techniques now. Oh, yeah. And, and the lighting and everything. It's amazing. And it's a really good story. Um, perfect. Like it's, it felt like a good trilogy ending in a way. Uh, they could still continue with it if they want to, but it, it was its own self-contained trilogy, although you could kind of throw away too because it was weird and didn't seem to have a whole lot to do with the others. Yeah. Um, the whole spy thing. But this is, it's a fantastic kind of a send-off in a way. Cool. Um, so very worth seeing if you haven't seen it. And... Well, the problem uh, is Cars is one of my least favorite Pixar movies. So. Yeah. Well, but you did see the original Cars. I own it. Yeah. Okay. I just so, it was it was Doc Hollywood, and I, I was kind yeah. of annoyed. And also, I don't like Owen Wilson. But well, this one, wow. The the one thing that bothered me about this, and it bothered me again watching it when we did, is that several of the cast members died. Right. Paul Newman and. and yeah. And they minimize them as much as they can, but they got different people to do the voices for well, those characters. Yeah. And they don't sound right. And then it threw me off because then it sounded like almost nobody but Owen Wilson and, uh. and Mater. Like Owen Wilson and Mater are the only ones that sounded like they were right. And all the other ones just sounded off to me at that point. And I was like, shit, is it me or are they all off? Did anybody come back for this? What the fuck is going on? Um, but apparently everybody did come back who could. It just, I guess those couple of voices being off through me and just threw me off for everybody really. So it's, that that's the weird thing about it. But otherwise the story is, great really really nice cool so yeah worth it definitely worth it nice uh but that's it all right uh so i did get some time in uh, a lot of time with destiny 2 played with uh, dave last week a couple days um played actually when i was at my parents that's the one game i played when i was there i tried to play some call of duty world war 2 but the servers were down a couple of days so i didn't play it until today uh, but Destiny 2, I'm up to, I think, 195 or... I'm, I'm like 10 under the, the limit, so I don't know if it's 195 or 295. I think it's 195. Um, so I, I really like how they've done things in Destiny 2 in terms of the fact that it's a lot easier for me to just go in alone and get some stuff done. You know what I mean? Like get my quest done, get my tasks done or whatever. And the fact that now if you have a clan going... A lot of stuff that you do works towards your clan XP. So whenever the guys finish the raid, everybody in the clan gets a drop. You just have to go somewhere in the in the uh, in the tower, and you get a purple engram or two. So mm-hmm. it benefits everyone in the clan, and that's why we're being such sticklers about the clan itself because you're limited to a hundred people, <clears throat> but you have to actually keep it at ninety nine. Because if you have a, a full one hundred clan, there's something you can't do. Oh, you can't do uh, guided games. Because they added this new thing in, in Destiny 2 where you can guide people through stuff. Uh, so, you know, I, I haven't seen too many people complaining about it yet, but I just I hope people understand why we're doing what we're doing with the clan. And Dave's even talking about maybe even starting a second one. But 
I really love the fact that, you know, I don't play every day. I don't have three characters. I don't play every day like a lot of these guys do, but I still play. And what I'm doing is still working toward my clan getting something out of it. And I, I really love how they did it. And I love the fact that you can just go into uh, the main map area, hold L2, and it shows you all the stuff that you have. For You used to, in the first game, you had to go get bounties all the time. And you could do up to six bounties at a time. And it'd be like, you know, get three three wins in deathmatch or, you know, go find so-and-so on this planet or go do six patrols. Now, instead of having to go to the tower to get bounties, it's just, it just assigns stuff to you right away. And it changes, I think, every week. But I love how you can do that. You know, you can still do the grind if you want to do the grind. I don't, it doesn't feel like as much as a grind to me anymore either. I think the variety is better. You know, it's obviously new locations, but at the, at the end of the day, the core mechanic is still there. It's the same game that you're playing the first time, but it's a lot more refined. Um, I think they do a, a lot better work at getting you good drops instead of like if you're at 195, you're not going to get a 102 weapon anymore. They're very good about getting you stuff close to where you're at so you don't have a lot of waste. Uh, so I, I really do like the fact that I can just get on there alone. I don't have to look to see if anybody else is playing. I can just get on there and do my stuff and waste an hour or whatever. And Like tonight, I, I played a couple of Iron Banner matches, uh, which is the, the PvP mode, uh, but Iron Banner takes away all the balance. So if you are a higher-rated player, and they try to matchmake you, but obviously matchmaking is not perfect. Uh, but if you're a higher-rated player or you have a really good weapon, uh, there's no balance of power like there is in the regular PvP mode. So an Iron Banner, but you also get better rewards out of Iron Banner. And it's only a limited time. It only runs for a couple of weeks or three weeks. So I did a couple of those tonight, you know, and dicked around in the tower. But I just, I'm not as annoyed by the game anymore. Like, I was always annoyed by the first game. Like, I always felt like I had to be around somebody that knew the game better. And Destiny 2, I don't feel that way at all. I, I'm very comfortable in it. And... I think they're doing a really good job, and they're and looks like they're doing some pretty cool stuff with uh, the new expansion when it comes out. So I'm excited for it. Uh, Call of Duty World War Two. Just kind of playing it, just uh, building up some weapons. I, I started using a shotgun the other day because I hate using shotguns, but I want to have one for a couple of the tight maps. Uh, so I did did a little of that. Really didn't play too much of it. Uh, still really loving how the game looks and everything, and and uh, I'm I'm definitely enjoying it. I'm, I'm definitely going to get up to prestige on that. For sure. And it's a beautiful game, man. Uh, and then, as I mentioned, Gran Turismo Sport is, has really been taking a lot of my time. Um, I, I just, I really like it. I, you know, I love the racing mechanic. It feels really good. I love the fact that they're continually patching it and continually, you know, I, I wouldn't say adding things because this is the first time they've really added anything, but I love the fact that it's only been a couple of months, and they're already adding new cars and stuff. Uh, it makes me feel better about the future for the game, you know. Uh, but you know, I, 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 it's it's so easy to get lost in there too. Like I started screwing up the scapes mode tonight, and and went to the couple of the new landscapes and took some took some shots with the photo mode, and and it's funny because I go into Forza Seven, and their photo mode is it looks good, but my God, is it glitchy. Uh, hmm. The car will start glitching out, like if you take focus off of it. Uh, the background will start freaking out because of the of where you're focusing your uh, your the lens itself. You know, you put the iris on a certain thing and, and say focus here, and all of a sudden the road starts freaking out because your uh, your aperture time is too slow or too fast, uh, or not too it would be too slow. So it, it streaks, you know, and and 
it's not as user friendly in my opinion, and and that's something that GT's the Gran Turismo series has always done really well with that photo mode when they've had it, and it's 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 funny. I mean, because I'm still playing Forza Seven every now and then. I'm not playing it as much. It's just funny since I can use a wheel now. Um, but I'm so comfortable in GT Sport. Like I just I lose myself in that game. You know, I, I just doing mm-hmm. all the other weird crap. Not even just racing. I'll get in and do my 26 miles, and then I'll start screwing around. You know, I'll I'll do a race with the new car I just opened, or I'll start. I haven't really even tweaked very many cars, like taking some of the weight off or whatever else. But you can do some of that still. I haven't even done that much, except for like three cars, I think. So I'm still playing through the cars in my livery. I I I've raced every car that I have in my stable, uh, but I want to start learning some more of them. Uh, I just got this. Mazda, I can't remember the model, but I just got this Mazda, and it is a badass car. It's a it's a Group Four car, uh, and I'm really enjoying driving it. I, I just took it on the Tokyo, a couple of the Tokyo tracks, and man, it drives like a dream. And I usually don't like Mazdas, so it was kind of a nice little surprise today. Uh, and one thing I keep forgetting to use is they added driving with the motion control and the DualShock, and apparently it works really really well if you don't have a racing wheel. And I keep forgetting to try it, but I, I am definitely going to try that this week so I can talk about it next week. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I saw it in a trailer today or something. I'm like, oh, that's right. You can do that. So I, I definitely want to try that out still. <clears throat> and then uh, <laughs> I watched a lot of stuff in my parents' house. Uh, so did I mention Punisher last week on yes. Netflix? Okay, good. Okay. So another thing on Netflix that I think I did mention last week, but I finished it. Uh, it was a show from A&E called Longmire, and then... A&E decided to dump it because it wasn't in their core demographic, even though the show was doing really yeah, well. You talked about this. Yeah, yeah. So I finished it this week. Uh, it was a full 10 episode season. It didn't feel rushed at all from beginning to end. This last season was awesome. I highly recommend the show. It's really, really good. Um, I, 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 I love how they ended the series too. I, it was very well done. So definitely give that a try. And then got back onto my Doctor Who kick. Uh, started watching more of the David Tennant episodes. Uh, I'm not very far. I'm only on uh, his first season still. So mm. working on that right now. Uh, just got by the Girl in the Fireplace episode, which oh, was, that was a good fucking one. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I really do want to get through these, and it's just been taking time. And, you know, they're long episodes. But oh, and then I got through the one with uh, Sarah Jane when she came back. So I almost cried. Oh yeah, I did. I, I actually almost did. cried when uh, when uh, dude canine. Yeah. Oh my god. When when he's like canine, yeah. and he goes master. Oh. When, when it's in master, I did. I teared up. I was I, like, oh my yep. god. <laughs> I I had goosebumps. So oh, it was so We're fucking awesome. Such fucking nerds. <laughs> Uh, but you know, I, I really like, uh, I really like it and I want to get through it and I want to get through the rest of the stuff and get through, you know, the Matt Smith era and I want to get through the war doctor stuff and I want to get through, um, uh, uh, who's the, uh, Capaldi. I want to get through all that and get caught up. So yeah, Capaldi's rough. Yeah. And, and I know the you and, writing you and, is just bad. You and St- Stuart talked a lot about it and, and I, but I still want to get through it and I want to get caught up. I'm very excited for this new doctor. And I think, don't they start soon, the new episodes with her in it? Uh, it'll start, they always do the Christmas episode, which is the crossover. Right, right. Probably the crossover. <laughs> and then she'll start, 
I don't know, like March maybe. Yeah. So it I, just I, seems like it seems like it's forever. It seems like they go for like a month and then you have to wait like a year and a half for the next one to start. Yeah. I but I I'm I'm kind of shooting for that. I don't know if I'll hit it. I probably won't cuz I've got so much else to, other stuff going on, but I I am shooting for that. The problem is I just got the DVD set for season 1 of Dirk Gently. Uh, that the BBC produces, mm, and yeah, I've never seen yeah. it, but I figured it was really cheap, and it's it's again, it's Douglas Adams, and I liked what I read <coughs> of those stories and stuff, so I uh, picked up season one for that, and I know season two is starting on BBC Americas pretty soon, so yeah, uh, I was supposed to go to the panel for that and mm. like like a like a interview <sighs> thing, and I didn't get to yeah. Comic Con. Yeah. I really wanted to do that. So I'm excited to to start watching that as well. That showed up today, uh, along with a movie that you talk about a lot, uh, Minions. I bought on. I got <sighs> 3D Blu-ray from Amazon for six bucks. Yeah. So I picked that up, but I have to get Despicable Me too. Still, I don't have that. I've never seen that either. So that's we watched a little bit. Actually, we watched. The kids got to watch most of it. I only got to watch a little bit of it, Despicable Me too, because nice. I was like, that's one we haven't seen in so long. Let's watch it. And yeah. Zoe was all excited for it. And I was like, yeah, and I was having so much fun. And then I had to get up and do stuff. And I'm like, fuck. And I missed like a good 45 minutes of it. I, so. I really want to get that in 3D, though, because the first Despicable yeah. Me is one of my favorite movies in 3D. Yeah. Uh, it is phenomenal. All three of them are good. Yeah. Which... Uh, uh, Despicable Me Three. It's out soon. It's out digitally right now, but it's out on disc well, like in three weeks or something. It's out in India already because I got <laughs> the 3D Blu-ray today. Oh, nice! Showed up. Um, and that's the only way you can get the 3D Blu-ray. So you're doing that on Amazon from India, or is it a different site? No, I got it f- from eBay actually. Oh, okay. Uh, which is like the seller is in Texas. <laughs> Um, okay, but I guess they're they have some kind of deal, and they uh, know, you know, all the three D ones that are region free that are in India. They just import them, and they said, you know, it'll show up some sometime in late December, and it just showed up today. I was like, oh shit, look what we got! Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm kind of bummed that Valerian didn't come out in three D. I got the four K Blu Ray, but it, they didn't release it in three D that I can find. So maybe I'll look to see if it did hitting other territories because that movie i i like the movie i'm apparently the only person that liked valerian but uh that in 3d has got to be amazing and and i saw it with rock and with uh, nine volt and they didn't want to see it in 3d and i was bummed because i thought that was just going to melt my brain um so i'm hoping that they've released it somewhere in 3d Mm -hmm. because i love my 3d tv uh, and then I was over at Rock's uh, with his mom one day uh, after Thanksgiving, and she wanted to watch Spider-Man, so I pulled it up on Voodoo, and we watched uh, Spider-Man Homecoming off Voodoo, off the, off the Chromecast, because she had never seen it. Uh, so we got to see that again. And, uh, and then yesterday, speaking of 3D, I went and saw Coco. Oh, new- yeah, yeah. And it's really cool in 3D. But I would almost suggest not seeing it in 3D for one reason. The, the the movie is gorgeous and a lot of kind of neon lights, you know, or neon colors. Mm-hmm. And the 3D glasses kind of muted it a little bit. So I don't know if it was the projection or what, but I thought that there could be more luminance there. And maybe I'm, di- I think maybe I'm despoiled by HDR now, but. Um, Probably. It looked great in 3D, though. I mean, it, it really, and I will buy it in 3D from India if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, but really good movie. It, it, there's a point about, I would say 20 minutes in that gets a little slow 
And it was funny because, you know, it's a Pixar movie, so there's a lot of parents there with their kids. One dad was snoring like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Fell asleep about 20 minutes in the movie and was just, the entire theater's like, shut him up. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, he was loud. Uh, but really, really good movie. A lot of dust in the air, so my eyes just kept watering. Um, really good songs, which I normally don't like songs in movies and stuff, but uh, it's it's not as jokey as a Toy Story movie. It's a, it's definitely a more uh, like personal story. It's fucking. It's really good though, and it's funny because I've seen some reviews out there, you know, kind of bagging on it. And the, but these are those snooty reviewers that have to try to tear everything down. Yeah, uh, I think it's really good. I, I will definitely buy it. I want to see it again. Uh, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. So highly recommended. Except it does get a little slow at about twenty minutes in, but not very long. Uh, but it, it's funny though because they had a. a kind of a short movie before it based on frozen i've mm-hmm. never seen frozen because i don't uh, care about musicals that much you know it's great movie. <clears throat> i'm sure it is and and uh the person i went with yesterday she loves frozen so she was freaking out <laughs> and it was a lot of songs and and i'm sitting there watching this thing like in my head i go is frozen like this is it literally just a song after a song no after a song? it isn't no but it's funny because, you know, Josh Gad does the voice of Olaf. Yep, yep. But he's kind of using his, it's not his normal voice, but it's funny because it's the same voice he uses in the Book of Mormon. And, yeah, it is. It's so, exactly the same one. <laughs> anytime I would hear him, I was thinking of the Book of Mormon, so I was kind of laughing. And she's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm thinking of Book of Mormon. Well, that's when I first got the soundtrack for that. I... I um listening to it and I'm like, oh shit, it's Olaf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um I I could take or leave that Frozen movie, and I've heard a lot of people saying that too that have seen Frozen and it, liked it. It really is good. It's like Moana. Like I, I didn't know I, what to expect going into Moana and it is friggin' fantastic. Yeah, I've never seen Moana either. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, I've never seen The Little Mermaid. I've Little Mermaid, s- I did not like. I've never seen Beauty and the Beast, the anime. Beauty and one. the Beast, I loved. Um, you know what it is? You and, know what's really this- funny? Because you're the big dis- Disney hater. Like, no, you were um, always a big hater no, when Mickey when we Mouse. Talked. Oh, okay. It was Mickey Mouse and all that shit. Because fuck Mickey Mouse and his voice, and fuck Donald Duck, who you can't understand to save your life. And <laughs> I just, that I never liked growing up. <laughs> you're um, so weird. I know, uh, but I never liked that stuff. I was into I was into Looney Tunes, and that was oh, me my too. thing. But you can like um, you can like more than one thing, though. You know, I know. Uh, but that's the thing. Like I, I just as we were just saying it, I figured out why I like the Disney movies I like, and why I don't like the Little Mermaid, especially. Uh, the ones I like have strong female characters. On oh, the Moana, no. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. No, um, Moana. Uh, Beauty and the Beast and Frozen. Absolutely. They all have very strong female leads. Yeah. And I think that's why I like them. Because uh, they're really, really good characters. They're really good stories, too. Nice. Nice. Um, especially Moana. I was so excited. I was so happy. Because the first time I saw it, I watched it with Zoe. And it was the, our, both of our first time seeing it. And she liked it. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Because yeah. this is like the perfect role model for her. It's a, it's an independent, strong, fierce girl. She has her you mom know, for that. Girl. Cause that sounds just like her mom. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, her mom does not put up with any kind of shit. <laughs> so, yeah, she's got her mom, but still. Um, I was really happy that she liked that. And I, I love that movie. Moana is just fucking awesome. Nice. I'll watch it eventually. So, I mean... Yeah, I just I I have this I always have this humongous list of movies that I want to watch. Oh, me and too. then I have this humongous list of like things like Dirk Gently that I want to watch, and yep. you know, all, and Doctor Who, and I just don't have enough. That's kind of one of the reasons I'm leaving the <laughs> podcast and everything is I I need more time. I want more time to do some of this stuff. You know, I I have that same thing going on where I have this massive list and I have all these things, and like I I pull up Hulu. And I'm all caught up on like whatever the weekly shows are on there. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, huh, what should I do? I mean, there's all these other shows that I wanted to watch. And I'm like, oh, there's Stargate SG-1. I could just pick a random one there. So now I'm like wrapped <laughs> up in Stargate SG-1 all over again. <laughs> well, and, and it's funny because Rock's mom is using my Hulu account now. So I found out when I was over there that she has HBO. I'm like, well, I'm getting your HBO account then. So now yeah. I'm going to start watching somebody. I might start watching Game of Thrones now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, it's a good possibility now. I have her account. Yes. So, and, and I'm going to drop cable probably in January. I'm, I'm planning on doing that once football season's over and everything. And, and uh, once I do that, I've got my streaming services that I can start going back to. I can start watching a lot more of the stuff that's in my backlog and get caught up on like all the DC shows, you know, Arrow and whatnot. I'm only yeah. watching Gotham right now. And yep. Gotham's been awesome this year. So <clears throat> yeah, it's weird. Like, I still haven't watched Valerian, which I, I, like I said, I really enjoy that movie. I want to see it again, so I'm looking forward to watching that, which I might do Wednesday night. Um, you know, I want to watch Minions, the, the Minions movie. Now I want to get Despicable Me too because I think I need to watch that before Minions. I believe you don't. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, you don't. Okay. If you've you've seen the first, you've seen Despicable Me. That's all you need to okay. see Minions. Okay, good. Um, because well, I'm not even going to say anything. But no, you don't. Despicable Me Too is great, but you don't need to see that to see Minions. Okay. At all. And there's a couple of comedy specials I want to see on Netflix. Brian Regan's got a new one. We're going to go see him live next weekend, actually, because mm-hmm. he's in Milwaukee. And then um, Norm MacDonald's got a new special on Netflix. So I need to see that because Norm MacDonald is the funniest man in the world. So, yeah, it's it's weird. Like, I have just I keep building up this list of stuff that I want to keep, I want to watch, and it just keeps building and building and building, and I never have time to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. But this week, hopefully, won't be too crazy. So I'm, but I also, I got the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn, and I really want to play it. So, yeah, that actually might be my focus this week. That and GT Sport more. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, I, uh, Got a lot of stuff in my backlog to work on. Mm -hmm. I should start making a list. I just don't think there's enough electronic ink in the world. (laughs) And also, uh, yeah, that Skyrim VR showed up at my parents' place. So somebody has my Mm. old address, but it was funny. They had it, it's the physical version of it, and they had it wrapped in leather, like this really weird, like, real soft leather, tied up with a rope, and then there's like a, a pencil in there that looks like a stick. Hmm. So I actually wanted to try that game, so I'm glad it showed up because I know we have a, we had a code for uh, the review, so I know that's covered. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I do definitely want to try it out because I've never actually played Skyrim, as far as I know. <clears throat> and also The Witcher Three, I put into install because I want to try that finally. Because I pe- keep hearing such great things about The Witcher Three. Yeah, and I do have it. I just never put it in the system. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So, I mean, it's, yeah, there's a lot I want to do and not enough time to do it. And well, fuck, maybe I should quit. Maybe you should. <laughs> do it. Do it. No. Uh, All the cool kids are doing it. Come on. I'm just saying. <laughs> My mom says I'm cool. Uh. Um, yeah, so, but we've got PSX to, to plan for now, so we've got some other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it for me. I think <laughs> a lot of cooking. I, I cooked for Thanksgiving, so I was busy all day the day before yes, prepping, and then so did we. Yeah, we usually go to my dad's, but um, Lou's sister is usually in Brooklyn, but she took off to Virginia, and Lou was like, "I don't want my parents being alone on Thanksgiving, so I'll get them to come over to our house." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Uh, it just it turns into such a production and then i told my dad well we're gonna be here can you guys come up no we can't come up i'm like well fuck i was like well so it still turned into a whole production because we had to do the turkey and we had to do this and and it was just and when it was all done and we finished everything like the next day or the two days later lou was like so why did we get that like however many pound turkey it was just ridiculous mason didn't eat any of it you didn't need a whole lot. They didn't need all that much. And now I've got all this turkey left over. And I, I we spent days working on all this shit. Yeah, but it's leftovers. Because we like, only had four happened. people. And I told my mom, get a 16-pound uh, turkey. She's like, why do you need a 16-pound? I'm like, because I want leftovers. Yeah. And that's what I did. I brought leftovers home. And I ate the last bit tonight. That was my dinner. It was amazing. Yeah. I did. It, well, it was funny because I, I normally smoke the stuff. You know, My parents asked me to smoke like a turkey or a ham or whatever. But my stepdad, I don't know if he thinks it's a lot of work. So I, I, I think he said this just because he didn't want me to do too much with it. So he's like, I just want a traditional everything this year. I'm like, okay, oven roasted, all right. So I decided I was going to do everything via Alton Brown's recipes and, and the way he does his turkey and everything. So I actually brined it a, a day and a half ahead of time. And, man, it turned out really good. It was awesome. That's kind of what we did. I mean, Lou was doing all that, like, days ahead of time and, and letting it soak. and. <sighs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it worked out really good. Um, it's and the gravy I made. Oh my god, that's the best gravy I've ever made. And I'm pretty good at making gravy. Just saying. Yeah. So yeah, but I was really busy with that, and then hung out with friends for a couple of days, and time flew. I had four days off, you know, with the weekend and everything. But I really didn't play any games. Played a lot of pool. <laughs> Because everybody in Wisconsin has a pool a pool table in their basement, so. Oh wow, a new Vita firmware just came out, three point six seven. Stability. <laughs> Second firmware update this year. So they're patching some kind of vulnerability. <laughs> yeah, somebody just somebody found. cracked something. That's why a PS3 update just came out not too long ago. Yeah. Because there was a there was a big dump uh, right before that, and all of a sudden the the patch hit like a day later. Hmm. So. All right. You said we have an email, right? Uh, yes. Yes, yes. Actually, there's two, kind of. There was a voicemail. There was? Yeah. I didn't see any voicemails. Well, apparently there was, because I got a transcript for it. And, and the transcript is a little iffy, but I'll, I'll read the transcript. Or um, you can just wait, and I'll put the voicemail on next week if I can find it. Well, it's, I don't know that it's 
that important. I mean, it was aimed. Oh, okay. I don't know. So, well, let me just read it. And okay. Then we'll see. Uh, hey, Glenn, Josh. Uh, I'm not sure if you're going to get this. So you're just uh, planning about not getting voicemail messages. <laughs> I, lo- I love Google transcri- the translation. Uh, yeah. So yeah. this is awesome. Uh, so I thought I'd pull over and... Oh, because we were just complaining oh. about not getting voicemail messages. <laughs> yeah. So I thought I'd pull over and send you guys a voicemail message. So now that I got that context, I'm I'm filling in th- the words that are wrong here. No, read it the way it is. Okay. So I thought I'd pull over and said you guys a voicemail message. <laughs> Couple suggestions. One, the mobile page doesn't have phone number, just has to fill out forms. Uh-huh. If maybe put it there, then into the space tire mobile. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a tree for write your phone number so you could just tap it. Oh, make it a phone. link. Sure. Yeah. Which is actually a good idea. Yeah. And call both of those good suggestion. Uh, just got done playing Star Wars Battlefront, returning it right now to Redbox, and campaign <laughs> was good. Didn't try the multiplayer because I didn't like Battlefront multiplayer because some of the multiplayer guys. Yeah, I got you. Uh, thanks for the podcast. Have a good evening. Bye. All right. That was from somebody. And somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm reading the transcript as it is. So yes, that's that's the transcript. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find that. Maybe I'll I'll add it on here or something if I can find the file. Okay. All right. Uh, second one. This is from Tyler. He says, uh, "Thank you. I do not know what the future holds for PS Nation, but I do know one thing. I appreciate the work that Glenn and all the staff have done over the years. PS Nation and the podcast have helped me through some difficult times. Oh." I wanted to wish Glenn the best and hope that he is able to focus on his health and happiness. I might say I'm going to, but quite frankly, probably not. We all know that he has given so much to all of us that this is the least he deserves. From one gamer to another, thank you, Glenn, from Tyler. Well, I, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, we'll see how much I, I pull away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not going to be able to. Uh, I think I will, uh, honestly, because even tonight I was like, I really don't want to record tonight for a while. Because I, I, well, no, I've been this cold has been weird, and I have had zero energy the last two days. Uh, I got done with that movie yesterday, and I came home, and I was an absolute pile on the couch. I was going to play Call of Duty for a while, and I played two matches, and I, I just I couldn't do it. Like I, I had a headache and everything, and then the Packer game came on, but I've had zero energy, and I don't know if it's the cold meds or what, but. Yeah, it's been weird the last few days. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm still going to be around. I'm still going to be behind the scenes and, and checking things off, and we have to transition things. And um, we still haven't talked about plans, any of us. Uh, so I'm getting a little worried about that, guys. Just saying. But uh, we've got a lot plans? of stuff to do, and, and we're going to find things that we didn't transition, you know, things that I forgot about, things that, that you guys forgot about. Um, Stuff like that. So it's 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 a process, and you know. But I'm always going to be around. I'm I'm planning on doing some streams. Um, I've got the rig for it now. I've got the capabilities. I've got a green screen and everything. If I want to get that fancy, I don't know where it is, but I have a green screen. So I'm not going anywhere. I'm just not going to be in the podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah, but see, like. Jesus, 
holy shit, the outpouring this last week. Uh, my Facebook, the forums, uh, Twitter, PSN messages, text messages, emails. Uh, I was getting emails from like PR managers at all these different companies. Just crazy shit. Uh, you know, a lot of people asking, a lot of PR people asking, like, you know, what's going to happen with the future? And I kind of let them in on what's going on. And but uh, seriously, folks, I never expected that. Thank you so much for for all the the, the sentiments. Um, yeah, it's it's been a weird week. It's finally kind of hitting because it was so busy when we did the podcast last week. You know, I had to get the thing edited, and then yeah, I left for my parents' house right then and there, and got up there, did dinner, hung out with the parents for a while. I think I played Destiny two that night, <clears throat> and then worked all day Wednesday. Got all the food ready on Wednesday night. Thursday was cooking all day and you know that stuff. So it, it, I think it finally kind of started hitting over the weekend that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Finally, that there is a tunnel and there's a light at the end of it. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but yeah, we we'll figure everything out. And I'm not going nowhere, as far as I know. I don't think and anyone's going. We'll go on. Yeah. Yeah, unlike and the people the, that are like, we're going to miss BS Nation. Yeah, sh- I'm sure we will when it finally closes down, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I mean, there was there were a couple people on Twitter like, oh, it's going to be, it's just not going to be the same. And I'm, well, yeah, but it wasn't the same when Mark left. Well, it kind of was because I was still here. Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've been the one constant through there, but things changed when Mark left. Sure. And then things changed again when Joel left. And, you know, it's, it is going to be weird without you because you've been the one voice that's been here the entire time from beginning till now. Um, but you know, sometimes change is good. Who knows? Yeah. In other words, Josh is happy to finally see me go. No, I'm not. Um, but what I think is going to happen, and we've talked about this, uh, you know, behind the scenes, I think we're going to gain some people we're gonna lose some people and the rest of the people will just be like yeah whatever yeah <laughs> but i wasn't kidding um, last week like if, if there's people out there that are interested in writing uh they're gonna need writers they need news writers and they need reviewers they're gonna need uh they're gonna need some some help so uh put go and look at one of our reviews go look at the news that we put up use that format and send us a um send us a treatment just send it to podcast at and we will get that to the right person. Yep. So, but we are looking for writers. We're always looking for writers. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll work itself out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, if anything ever happens, I have microphones. I have like 10 microphones in this apartment. I'm sure I could pop in. Of course. I'm just going to be guest host from now on. Like whenever any other podcast wants somebody, they'll send Glenn out. I'll be the consummate uh, guest now. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be Will Ferrell. I'll just show you'll up on all the shows. Every single week you'll be on some other podcast. There you go. <laughs> Mr. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to just going to go on every other podcast now. <laughs> Maybe they'll finally have me on the PlayStation Blogcast. Probably not. 
<laughs> they probably will. No. No. I highly doubt that. Well, Rubenstein would never do it because they didn't like doing it over Skype. And I said, it works fine over Skype. We've done it for years. And he, I could never convince him because he always wanted mm-hmm. me to like, oh, whenever you're out in San Francisco, I'm like, yeah, you know, because I'm just the jet setter. I just get out to San Fran every <laughs> couple of weeks. So, because he did invite me a few times, but I'm like, well, I don't live anywhere near you. So, so we can yeah. do it over Skype. Well, we don't do Skype. Okay. But. <laughs> yep. <coughs> All right. Okay. Mumbling. Let's get the hell out of here. This wasn't too bad. No. Nah. I don't have to put music in for the break this week. This is going to be awesome. Mm. Yeah. All right. And it's funny. People, I, I, I should bring this up. Some people used to ask me, like, why we do a break. And I said, well, number one, people like having a break in there. They used to ask us all the time because it was so long. I said, but the other reason is usually we're old guys. We have to pee. So we stop, take a break <laughs> so we can pee. Oh. I'm like, yeah, and grab a, grab a beverage because I've been sitting here with an empty beer for for like an hour. Nothing. So now, yeah. All right, folks. We're getting out of here. Josh, you got anything else? Uh, nope. All right. Get out to play some games. Have a great one. We'll talk to you next week. Take it easy. Switch me off. I don't ever want to hear any shit about me buying a Switch ever again. You bought it when there were no games. Fuck you. Maybe I was the forward forward thinking one of the crew that knew that the Switch was going to be popular and I decided to buy it. You complained and complained and complained about it. Oh, my God. You complained a whole episode. Every complaint you had, I said, you're still going to buy it. Yeah, but a lot of things I complained about about are still a problem. Yeah. And now you bought one, even with all those problems. No, I bought one. The only problem I had with it was I didn't see the games coming. Now there's plenty of games there, and I'm good. That's all I needed. I told you I was probably going to get one eventually, but at the time, I didn't see any reason I didn't know to. six months meant eventually. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. they turned things around, and they got a shitload of games out. I really didn't expect them to have anything like this at this point. Yeah. But the third parties have just gone full on in, except for EA, because EA is like, fuck you. Well, nobody likes <laughs> EA anyway. Fuck those guys. No. Well, EA got <clears throat> got burned hard on the Wii U. And oh, yeah. Not gonna let that happen again yeah so they'll support it next year uh, probably yeah yeah it's fine all right bye (laughs) so my wife and i have uh two beautiful kids uh the other day i was watching sports on tv and my daughter she just turned three she got right next to me on the couch and got as close as she could you love those moments as a dad. You know, I was like, whoa, this is true. And she put her thumb in her mouth, and she looked up at me, and she said, put on something appropriate for me. <laughs> she's smart. She's no, she knows what she's supposed to see. I watch Dora the Explorer with her, you know, because she likes it. So I watch it with her, you know. It's a good show, you know. I'd probably watch that if I didn't have kids. (laughs) Dora the Explorer. First of all, did the producers think that rhymes? Dora the Explorer.
Maybe that rhymes in a Kennedy household. Put on Dawn of the Explorer. But, uh, other than that one isolated compound, I'm not sure how that works. There's a song in Dora the Explorer that amazes me, and I wish I had been at the pitch meeting where, where it was approved. So did you get a chance to work on a song? Oh, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I know, remember now that you want... Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're working on it. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and sing it for us, then? Oh, okay. Well... You, you want that now? Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> I'm the map, 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 I'm the map! And which character would be singing this? You're supposed to read to your kids, even when they're babies, so I've always done that. I don't know who's writing books for babies, but I want a piece of that financial pie. I put my daughter on my lap with this big cardboard book, The Clock. The Big Clock. Tick Tock. The end. Twelve bucks. And there's a synopsis on the back that is longer than the actual book, and I'm not exaggerating. Sit down with your children, and you will delight as you read about the adventures of the ticking clock. Sometimes it goes tick, and sometimes it goes talk. Which just goes to show you, you never can be too sure in life, because sometimes things are one way, but they are about to change. Are you talking about this book? You can't possibly be talking about this book. I must have missed the subtext. I, don't... I read all these kids' books, you know. Let me ask you something. Does the owl go who, or does it go hoot? Half the books say one, half the books say the other. Let me tell you something. Owls don't go hoot, okay? Has anyone ever heard an owl go hoot? Hoot! Uh, Never in the history of the animal kingdom has an owl enunciated like that, ever. Toss those books in the trash can. They didn't do their research. Who's deciding how they go, you know? The horse goes nay. When? When? When, when does a horse do that? You want to give me a ride? Nay. Everybody knows horses don't go nay. They go Wilbur. Common knowledge, I believe. They're all over the place with dogs. The dog says bark. The dog says rough. The dog says woof. The dog says bow wow. That's the one that intrigues me. Who the hell ever heard a dog and could have possibly interpreted it that way. Whoa, whoa, did you just hear about Wow? I distinctly heard about Wow. Whoa, 
whoa, there it is again, Bow Wow. You're not hearing that? You're not hearing a Bow Wow? Oh, Bow, oh, wow, you're not hearing any of that. I'm not hearing that. Not that, I don't think. Hmm. You do stuff with your kids you probably wouldn't do otherwise. Like take them to butterfly pavilions. We took our kids to this big mesh-covered place filled with butterflies, you know. As we're walking in, this worker goes, I'll be happy to answer all your butterfly questions today. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All of them? (laughs) Where do you begin when you get that kind of green light? So this guy's following us around, and it's falling on me to brainstorm up butterfly questions. I'm just like, ugh. Um. This. What I want... Does this one like to eat? (laughs) He does. Okay. Care to expound on that at all? No. Okay. I was thinking, could there be a less stressful job than working in a butterfly pavilion? I mean, you know, what could possibly go awry, you know? So how was work, dear? Don't even get me started. I've had it up to here with those butterflies. I had this yellow one landing lightly on flowers. And this purple one fluttering around and around. Like I don't know what he's up to. I can't take the politics. Right in the park, we saw another family. They had like a five-year-old boy holding a helium balloon. And he accidentally let go of his balloon. The boy started crying. And his parents were like, why are you crying? It's a balloon. We'll get you another one. I'm like, japers, grapers, folks. <laughs> Sometimes I don't think adults try hard enough, you know, to understand what kids are going through. You know, if you wanted to relate to what he's going through, imagine if you took your wallet out and it just started floating away. <laughs> why are you acting like that? It's a wallet. We'll get you another one. I want that one! That's what your boy's going through. We have a little boy. Uh, we had a monitor in his room the other night, and uh, I don't really push what I do on my kids. You know, I figure they'll find it out when they want to find out, you know? And I was sitting with my wife watching TV, and it was at night. We thought he was sleeping, and all of a sudden I heard through the monitor, Daddy... I have a joke for your career. I got like goosebumps, man. I'm like, wow. So I got to go up there, man. I ran upstairs. This is true. And I sit on the bed. I'm like, man, wow. You got a joke for my my act, buddy? And he goes, yeah. I I just thought of it. I was like, whoa. I wanted to cry. I was like so touched, you know. 
I was like, really? Wow, what's the joke, buddy? And he goes, how come dinosaurs don't talk? I don't know. How come dinosaurs don't talk? Because they're all dead. <laughs> yeah. That's my boy's joke, man. Huh. I laughed for about an hour straight, man. I was like... <laughs> <laughs>